So our last movie of the day is going to be Set It Off. Set It Off is yes. the movie directed by F. Gary Gray. Uh, this is the 1996 film starring uh, Queen Latifah, Jada Pickett-Smith, UK Fox, Kimberly Elise. Uh, it's about these four group, uh, four women who are desperate. They are desperate, desperate, um, oh. to say the least. Um, they all have a reason uh, for needing money bad. Um, you have uh, Kimberly Elise's character, who's TT. Um, she is a single mother. Uh, she's working a janitorial job along with the other women. Um, she's in fear of losing her child, so that's why she needs a lot of money to afford a babysitter to look after her child while she's at work. Uh, you have Jada Pink character, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's uh, char- uh, character, who's uh, stony in this. Um, who her reason for needing a lot of money uh, is because her, she wants to help her brother go to college and pay for that. Um, you have also Vivica Fox's character, who at the beginning of the movie you see that her bank gets robbed. Um, and then because she had uh, knowledge of the shoot of the robbers, um, she had an association with them. Uh, mm-hmm. She ends up getting fired from her job. So she needs a job and she needs money. Uh, Queen Latifah, her reason. Uh, well, hey, everybody needs some new rims. You know, that's, that's Cleo, kind of man. Cleo, a gangster. <laughs> you know, like Queen Latifah, Cleo, you know, hey, you know, everybody wants to fix up their car a little bit. Yeah. You know, get a new, new paint job. Mother. You know, so and when she fixes up the car, it does look nice. I have to admit it; it, it does look pretty good uh, when <laughs> yeah, she does kind of fix, uh, fix up and get the money. So, you know, because these women are in such desperate and dire straits, it, it kind of forces them to kind of go like, "What if we just come together and rob a bank um, and and get money that way?" And you know how most of these stories kind of go involving thieves, involving bank robbers. Starts off great one minute, you know, it's like, "Hey, you, you pulled it off, you got lucky." But then you get greedy. get greedy and keep doing it more and more. And that kind of leads to your eventual downfall. Um, a person who is on their case is John C. McGinley, who's a detective who's investigating these bank robberies um, in L.A. And I remember, did you ever see that movie Den of Thieves? Did you ever see that? A while ago, yeah. I remember the, the opening of that movie. They say like L.A. has like the most bank robberies of any place in America. I think I forgot the exact stat they put at the beginning. I mean, it's probably a movie, so it's probably bullshit. Probably. (laughs) Yeah, more than likely bullshit, but it's like LA has like the most bank robberies of any place ever or something like that. I forgot that it was like the beginning of Den of Thieves or something. I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, but this is in uh, set in Los Angeles here, LA, and you do get some LA cameos and you get Dr. Dre who's in this, who, um, who I can't remember if I've ever seen this movie before. I don't know if this is my first time. I was like, I have vague memories of this movie. I haven't seen I it since I was a baby. Since you were a baby, while wow, you were in the not like a literal baby, like maybe like five or six. <laughs> five or six. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, watching this. So I can't remember if this is the very first time I've seen it, or I've seen it uh, maybe a long time ago and I just forgot certain things about it, or you know, just because I have vague memories of this. I remember, of course, Man. the women women in this. I remember the ending of it because the ending is pretty brutal. Woo! Yeah, that's that's a pretty brutal ending there um, that you have at the end. Uh, but yeah, so I forget you have like Dr. Dre who's in this, who's one of the people they go to. Um, who's who, an arms dealer, yeah. Yeah, arms dealer in this because they, of course, they you know need guns to commit the bank robberies. Um, and you also have like, of course, quintessential you know '90s black people in here, like J.D. Pickett Smith. People forget that she was in a lot of stuff back in. The she day. was running it. Her and Vivica, they were. They were killing it. Cause I think 
Vivica says she got this role right on the set of Independence Day. Oh, wow. And, and Will was like, nah, you need to do this movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Vivica Fox, yeah. Queen Latifah was blown up. Cause she was, was she in Living, she was in Living Single at this time already. Oh, yeah. Right? She was doing Living Single. She was still like, you know, the queen of hip hop. You know, she was in Juice. So, yeah. Latifah, yeah, she's been around forever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, she made a, a debut in uh, Juice too because she was the the person, the party promoter, or the person the party promoter, the, trying to get a DJ. <laughs> yeah, she was in that. Yeah, uh, Kimberly Elise. I don't know. She didn't really do. I think this was her. This first was her role. first role. Yeah. So this was yeah. her first role. She didn't really did much of this. Uh, she popped and, up in, in stuff here and there. I remember her mostly. Last time I seen her was in Dope. She was uh, Shamik Moore's mom. Yeah, she was. Oh, yeah, she was Shmeek Moore's mom in that. And she was also, she's been in some Tyler Perry movies, too. Yeah, she's been in a few Tyler Perry movies. That's where people meme her crying face. <laughs> yeah. What movie was that? That was. I, heard, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, I think that was, I think that was Why Did I Get Married? I mean, I not no, Why no. Did I Get Married? Uh, Diary of a Mad Black Woman? Yeah, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. Uh, Still a good yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so she, you've seen her kind of pop up in some places since then, but yeah, but this was set off as like her first big thing was, was mm -hmm. set it off back in, in 96, but yeah, also like, uh, Blair Underwood is in this as well. Quintessential yes. black male. If, love if you need a brother in the nineties and Denzel isn't available, <laughs> you call yeah. Blair Underwood. Blair Underwood or Omar Epps was big. Or my man from the Allstate commercials. Uh, Dennis Haysburton. Dennis Haysburton. There you Dennis go. Haysburton. That was the uh, '90s black, but <laughs> yeah, you had so like black. So in black movies, you had usually your typical black love interest was either Nia Long in the '90s. Mm -hmm. um, then in the early 2000s, you kind of had Megan Good or Gabrielle Union, Gabrielle Union or mm -hmm. Laura London. Those were mm -hmm. usually the the four big love interests that you had in a black movie. And then You're, with males, then it was, what about Taraji? Taraji <laughs> being uh. A little later, a little, little later, little, yeah, a little later, a little yeah. later on, and then black male love interest, like you mentioned, Blair Underwood, Denzel Washington, Omar Epps, um, and I feel like I'm missing one Lorenz Tate. Lorenz Tate, yeah, Lorenz Tate was also who still looks name. twenty. Yeah, still looks twenty. Yeah, because people remember he was in Lorenz Tate, big one, Brown Sugar, right? No, that's Tate Diggs. Oh, that's Tay Diggs. I'm sorry. What was the one? Love Jones. Love Jones. Love Jones. My mama loves that movie. If you're black and you grew up in the 90s, you love some Love Jones. Yeah. I think when we did for February Black History Month, we did it. We put up a poll and I, I put up Love Jones and I put up um, also uh, do, 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 the one with Tay Diggs, Brown Sugar. Yeah. They, they didn't win, though. They didn't win. But I, because I've never seen. I've never seen Love Jones, and I've never seen uh, Brown Sugar. Shame Brown Sugar is my preference because it's about hip hop. <laughs> it's a love story told within two friends who love rap music, and Tanah Lathan is gorgeous, and Queen Latifah, of course, is in this. So a whole lot of great rappers are in that. Most Def shows up, but we're on a tangent. So set it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot that—that that was another big black love interest back then, Shania Lathan, because she Shania Lathan. But yeah, so set it off like you like like Marco was saying, yeah, set it off there uh, about these four women. Um, yeah, so prominent, you know, uh, all female leg cast here of black women in desperate situations. You see why each of them kind of gets pushed to crime, pushed to rob these banks and 
and I would say great chemistry between all these women. Really, really good oh, yeah. chemistry between all these women here. Um, and it, you see kind of, I like how the movie establishes at the very beginning, you know, it's not just a couple of hard things that happen. You know, it's like you see a series of events that just keep getting worse and worse and worse. It's a hard years. life. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's it's a hard knock life. I mean, pretty yeah. much there uh, <laughs> for all these women. You see like where Jada Pickett, her character gets pushed into, you know, having sex with this this older dude, dude which is money. Yeah. Oof. Um, and that's a really like sad scene there um, in order to get the money and for her brother to go to college. Um, and then for him, him to go like, yeah, I didn't get in. To I didn't get in. <laughs> you know, I, I, I didn't get in and everything like that. Um, and then she rips up, the, which I'm like, why did you rip up the check? I mean, why did you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Still... that, that, that wasn't really smart of you, Stoney. <laughs> yeah. Like, why in you... your pocket. You know, at least put it into a savings plan or something like that. You she know, like she, she was. She, yeah, she was being irrational. You know, but for her to do that, you see, like with uh, TT's character, Kimberly Elise, you see, like she has to take her kid with her to work. Um, that and then the kid, they work a cleaning service job where they're like uh, a janitorial service where they clean up an office, and then the kid accidentally drinks some, you know, cleaning fluid, and then he gets goes to the <sighs> hospital. They have to call ambulance he goes to the hospital and then the kid gets taken away from her and you know she has to spend all this money for court fees and to get a babysitter to take care of the kid while she's at work so you know you see kind of that um you see with Vivica fox i mean uh you know her of course losing a job is always hard she does get another job at the janitorial service but you don't see obviously she's probably not making the same amount of money she's there because she just got a promotion at work right. at the bank Vivica fox so she's not making the same type of money she was making there at the bank that she's going to be making at the janitorial service and you could tell like the you could tell this movie you know it's so 90s and it's it's such a period piece and now it's because, so west coast <laughs> yeah uh west coast because you could tell because there, there's a scene where they're sitting on the roof they're sitting there talking and they're like man i can't wait yeah, to get nah. that 15 an hour job that's gonna be big money if i get that job <laughs> i can get this and that <laughs> it's like what the i'm fuck? sitting there watching like shit <laughs> you know all right frankly <laughs> 20 something an hour and still struggling it's like god damn right now so that that's like totally back then and i mean she's talking about affording her brother's college like college back then was was like what 500 dollars. yeah back you can probably get in ucla just off a check today <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah, so that was kind of something that shows that kind of that period of time. But you, uh, I'll pass it to you. You mentioned how West Coast yes, this yes. movie is. You want to uh, go into that more? Well, yeah, uh, most definitely. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, F. Gary Gray uh, is the director behind this, and most of y'all may know him from directing a little movie called Friday. Um, and watching this, you could kind of almost, because he made this like the year afterwards, uh, you can almost kind of see it's at the B side of Friday, where, you know, that movie painted, you know, California life in a very positive, easygoing, breezy kind of way. You got the lowriders and your bike, smoke weed. The bully may fuck with you, but, you know, that's fine. It's whatever. But this one is a little darker. It's more cynical. It shows you how shitty L.A. could be, and especially in the wake of the Rodney King uh, riots that uh, popped off. You, you can feel that animosity between the police and, you know, these black women. And just all the, the the music is great, you know, the lowrider culture, the, the cameos, you know, you mentioned Dr. Dre, but 